0: Welcome to Coming Down the Pipe, ARS Global's monthly podcast about pipeline assets, investments, pipeline construction, and the market in general. ARS Global is the midstream partner for streamlined sourcing solutions. I'm Josh Averett, and today we have... Dennis Hernan is the National Sales Director. why don't you give us a little bit of insight as to what you do as a national sales director uh, at ARS?
1: I try to sell as much pipe valves and fittings as possible. And uh, I'm really a resource to the sales team uh, when it comes to to developing strategies and tactics and and matching our needs to the needs of our our midstream operators, rather, uh, to get them what they need and to make sure that it's technically compliant at a at a good market price, and that it gets to where it needs to be uh, when it's supposed to be there.
0: Great. Well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned some keywords that we're really going to hone in on today. Technically compliant. Um, one of the aspects of that that we're going to talk about is going to be um, maintaining traceability and accurate documentation. So, um, why don't you give us a little bit of a hundred thousand foot view of how we, um, I guess, make sure that our our clients are getting the correct documents that, that they require on, on items that they've purchased from us?
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, the documentation is basically the, the permission slip to sell an asset. Without it, it's not worth anything to anybody. Uh, the end users, uh, one of their primary concerns is that not only does the equipment meet the application requirement, but also Uh, does the documentation reflect the integrity of the equipment? Is it verifiable? And can we prove that it is what it's supposed to be? So um, we do a number of things to make sure that that happens. When we source material, we ensure that it does come with the proper documentation that requires uh, uh, reviewing the documentation, the information on the documentation, and the tagging on the assets the serial numbers need to match, product descriptions need to match, uh, measurements, uh, dimensions need to match. And uh, then what we do is we take that document, put it into the spot, into our online inventory management system, and there it stays forever and ever. Uh, When I quote something or when Ryan or Wendy quotes something we always send a picture of the asset, with the material test reports and any other uh, documentation that may be attached to that asset, so that it's reviewed up front by the people that are going to buy it. There's no guesswork involved. What you're, what we're quoting is what we own. This doesn't come to us, and then it goes off to a manufacturer somewhere, and then we get the test reports when, when it's made, and hopefully it's right. Absolutely not. It's all. It's all reviewed and verifiable upfront by the prospective purchaser and, and there it goes. When we're issued a purchase contract for the asset, we again provide updated test reports for any modifications, any hydro testing, any other type of testing uh, that may have been done on that asset from our OEM partner. And uh, uh, that's, that's just an update. It goes into our, our uh, Teams file, along with photographs. Uh, we have an added layer of, of review as a part of our, our sales fulfillment process, which is having OMC, an OMC inspector come in. And before we ship the valve to the client, an OMC inspector will go to Cameron or, or go to Val and, or, or whoever is doing the work at the shop and do a final review and uh, uh, just to make sure that everything's in order of the documentation of the physical assets, dimensions, creating whatever else may be applicable to that order before we send it off.
0: Great, and after it's sent off, um, how, do, how do you maintain or retain documentation? Is that something that ARS retains for for a series of a time after after the purchase so that there's a little bit of peace of mind for our clients to say hey if uh you know if we move our field office we've seen it time and time again a small mom-and-pop midstream or older midstream company gets acquired and swallowed up by a bigger company and they move field offices and all of a sudden that construction manager or operations manager or plant manager is is no longer there uh and they have a failure or uh, maybe it's just a maintenance shutdown or or what have you. Uh, well, those job books have disappeared. Is that something that our clients can rely on ARS for? And if so, how do we retain those retain those documents?
1: We we retain them forever. They're electronically stored. Uh, they are secured, and uh, you know we've we've been around for I guess about seven years, from the very first assets that we acquired seven years ago of those assets, some of those assets that we haven't sold, we still have all of that documentation. Uh, Further, there are assets that we own that are for sale, that were manufactured in 2013. We have all the documentation for those assets. I think we have a uh, a set of valves that used to belong to one of the largest uh, midstream companies in North America. And those assets, a few of those assets were manufactured it came off of a canceled project back in 2008. Uh, we still have all the documentation and the traceability for those as well. So there is no expiration date. There is no deadline for documentation archiving. It should be it should be available for as long as that system is in line. We have received phone calls from uh, companies that may have had a glitch in the system or there was a personnel uh, issue in the field and there were some uh, MTRs uh, that were misplaced or lost, or maybe they, they they were just kind of thinking, you know what, I'll just call Dennis and maybe he's got them at his fingertips. That way we don't spend half a day going through all these, these FEMSA books, FEMSA project books. Uh, And we've got them five minutes and I, I can, I can find them. On my phone, off of the file for that sales order, and just send them a link, and they can access our Teams folder and download them, uh, or I can send them uh, uh, from our uh, uh, OneDrive file. Wow. So it, it's it's uh, it's nothing that we have right. <clears throat> specifically said, implicitly or explicitly said or communicated that as of as of this date we're going to get rid of these. Fi- no. There's no there's no expiration or retention of records, because uh, this is a serious business. We're moving we're moving hydrocarbons. We're we're providing the materials to move them. So as far as we're concerned, they're going to be with us until uh, forever, really.
0: Sure. Well, uh, you yeah, know that that obviously gives the customer peace of mind, especially when you talk about some of the dates of manufacture that that you mentioned earlier. I think it was 2013, 2008. Um, can you take that even a step further past the documentation and traceability? Because that's, like you said, the permission slip. If that doesn't happen in the first stage gate, it's done anyways. But how do we, um, how do we give our clients and what services do we provide to provide peace of mind to say, hey, this, this valve is unused. It might be seven years old, it might be nine years old, but what are some other uh, additional steps that we take above and beyond the documentation and traceability to give our customer peace of mind that yes, it's an older valve, but it's still a great valve and it still will perform to API 6D or whatever the whatever the standard that's required is. Give us an idea of of how we ensure that you're buying essentially a factory new valve, although it's it might be an older data manufacturer.
1: So so one of the one of the key points here is is when you buy from ARS, you're buying from a company that has sourced direct from an end user uh, or from a major pipe valve and fitting distributor. Uh, there's only one purchase order attached to the sale of that product. And and we oftentimes verify in writing that the asset was was never used. When the asset is sent back to the OEM, for recertification, inspection, and testing, and re-warranty, they are certifying that that valve is in fact a new, unused surplus valve.
0: Um, and during that during that testing, it maintains its API monogram, correct? Absolutely. So it's the not API a reman mon- valve.
1: No, it's not. Absolutely not. Uh, there is some ambiguity around. The term remanufactured or rebuilt, those terms specifically point to used pieces of equipment. Uh, Nothing we sell to an end user has been used. Therefore, it is not remanned or rebuilt. Uh, There are cases where we will, as a precautionary measure, replace soft goods because of the age of the valve just to maintain the the performance, integrity, the the quality factor, the safety factor we'll go ahead and go through that process even even if it means contracting our margin a little bit uh, it's already at the OEM why not go that extra step
0: Absolutely. A,
1: a lot of distributors have old valves in inventory that they haven't sold in a long time and and how how do when when a valve is purchased from them how does somebody prove that they're getting what they think they're getting from us they're getting what they think they're getting, and they're getting a
0: little bit more as well. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, thank you for that. And I guess one one last thing that I wanted to hit on when you talk about our electronic inventory system, um, how do we attach the correct documentation to the correct valve and how are we ensuring that, uh, yes, we have the physical documentation, yes, we have the physical valve, but how are we cross-checking to make sure that it's electronically stored accurately and, and um and retained accurately
1: i think what you're pointing to is the matching process Mm -hmm. and uh, there's three pieces of information that we can verify Uh, on every delta vitus cameron wkm grove valve that we sell not only does it have a valve tag on it with the serial number but there's also a laser etched serial number on the body of the valve plus we have the mtr with the serial number on that piece of paper, on that document. So there's a three-way check. We look at the at the MTR document, we look at the tag, and then we look at the, the laser etching. That's how we know that that MTR belongs to that valve. Um, as a part of uh, meeting or complying with the API 6D specification, every valve that we test needs to be uncoded. So before we, let's say we purchased a group of valves that had FBE coating on them. We would strip the coating off, blast off the coating, send it to the OEM, and they would, they would test the valve uh, to be compliant with API-6D. Sometimes you can't see the laser etching under the FBE coating. Once you strip it, then you can verify that as well. Got it. The inspector, when they go do the inspection, uh, before it's released for shipment, they will also do a verification. So we're we're peeling back layers of an onion. Uh, when the end user received that valve, it went through their material management process. When we purchased that valve, it went through our verification and material management process. When we quoted that valve, we verified that the MTR serial number matched the valve MTR uh, correction, the valve tag, before we quoted it. So then there's that layer. Uh, Before we ship the valve, I request an RMA from the OEM. Again, we do another verification. When it arrives at the OEM, the OEM says, well, this should be serial number ABC123. They do that verification. When I look at the final test report, I do a verification again, and the OEM uh, correction, our OMC, third party inspector, also does a verification. So this is like like peeling back layers of an onion. There's always a set of eyes doing a redundant review of this to be sure that that valve is the valve that we think it is. Yeah. When that valve is shipped to the end user, it goes through their material management and verification process as well.
0: So by the time it hits the right of way or facility, there's There should be zero doubt in anyone's mind, because what I'm hearing is a three-way match at ARS, plus a couple other layers when we go to catalog it in our electronic inventory system, plus some verifications at the OEM, plus some verifications by a third-party inspector. At that point, it gets to the end user, which they have their own inspection process and material uh, receipt process as well. So. By the time it goes for installation, uh, based on what we've talked about today, we have a fully documented, fully traceable valve that's been verified by multiple parties, multiple times, and then even above and beyond after installation, uh, our customers have peace of mind that that those records that we talked about earlier are maintained uh, virtually through the life of the asset as it's in service.
1: That's correct the right component, the right verifications, the right cost, right time.
0: Great, well, Dennis, thanks for joining us today. Um, We'll see you next month on our next episode of uh, Coming Down the Pipe. Make sure to subscribe and you can keep listening in every month on every major platform that you get your podcasts on. Thanks for joining us.